Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Well, hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those who aren't afraid of history, no matter what day it is. I'm Gabe Lusier, and in this episode, we're looking at the lesser-known prequel, or is it a sequel, to Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the surprisingly trippy and sometimes nightmarish Halloween is Grinch Night. The day was October 28, 1977. The animated special Halloween is Grinch Night aired for the first time on ABC. The 26-minute cartoon short was directed by Gerard Baldwin and marked the second TV appearance of the popular character, the Grinch. Unlike his earlier special, the one where he tried to steal Christmas, Grinch Night is not based on any existing book. Instead, Dr. Seuss himself, Theodore Geisel, wrote the original story specifically for television. It's unclear whether the tale is meant to take place before or after the character's life-changing Christmas encounter with the Who's, or even if it fits in the same timeline at all. The one thing that's for certain is that the Grinch in this special does not have an oversized heart. There were a lot of behind-the-scenes changes for the Grinch's second holiday outing. This time around, production was handled by Depatie Freeling Enterprises, a small studio started by Warner Brothers alumni Frizz Freeling and David H. Depatie. 
They had inherited the Seuss mantle from Chuck Jones and MGM in the early 1970s and had already produced several animated specials for primetime television, including adaptations of The Cat in the Hat and The Lorax. Halloween is Grinch Night was the first Seuss special made for ABC rather than CBS. Sadly, that switch resulted in a much reduced budget, as evidenced by the special's often underwhelming visuals. There were concessions behind the microphone as well. Boris Karloff had famously narrated the Grinch's Christmas special in 1966, but he passed away just three years later. His replacement in Grinch Night is none other than Hans Conrad, the voice of Captain Hook in Disney's Peter Pan. Much like Karloff before him, Conrad narrates the story and also voices the Grinch, including a few brief moments of singing. One welcome carryover from the first special is Thurl Ravenscroft, who provides speaking and singing voices for various characters. Another familiar name in the credits is Henry Gibson, the voice of Wilbur the Pig in the animated version of Charlotte's Web. Gibson gives a heart-rending performance as the singing voice of Max, the Grinch's poor, exploited puppy. But we'll come back to that sequence a little later. The story of Halloween is Grinch Night is pretty straightforward and somewhat familiar. Once again, the residents of Whoville find themselves being menaced by the grumpy green hermit who lives at the top of Mount Crumpet. Once again, there's a pivotal confrontation between the Grinch and a stalwart young Who. And once again, the action is centered on a holiday, though maybe not the one you think. Because while the official title is Halloween is Grinch Night, the word Halloween isn't actually spoken in the special. Instead, it's replaced throughout by the term Grinch Night. At the start of the short, we learn that every autumn on Halloween night, I mean Grinch Night, a peculiar, sour-sweet wind begins to blow, setting off a noisy chain reaction among the local wildlife. Agitated by the smelly wind, the Gree Grumps start a-growling, which in turn sets the hack and cracks a-howling, and so forth and so on. And as we already know, there's nothing the Grinch hates more than noise pollution. So once a year, when all that racket kicks up, he descends from his mountain lair and vents his frustrations on the innocent Who's below. Much like in the Christmas special, the Grinch is propelled down the mountain by his scrawny dog Max. This time, though, he's not strapped to a sleigh, but to an enormous two-wheeled cart, which the Grinch refers to as his, quote, paraphernalia wagon. Remember, it was the 1970s. It's at this point when the special really starts to distinguish itself from its predecessor. The camera zooms in on Max, and for the first time, we hear the dog's internal monologue. It's delivered in the form of a crushingly sad ballad, and although it feels a bit out of place in a Halloween special, it paints a clear picture of how miserable life with the Grinch really is. Here's a clip. How many times have I said and said? How many times have I said in my head? What am I doing here? Why am I the slave of this grinchy old crock? And I say how I wish I could turn back the clock. As poor Max trudges his way down the mountainside, the Who's in Whoville are busy battening down the hatches. Since Grinch Night is an annual occurrence, Whoville residents know to stay indoors until the sour-sweet wind has passed. 
However, on this particular Grinch night, a young who named Eukariah ventures outdoors to visit the euphemism. That's the word Seuss uses to refer to the family outhouse, since he wasn't allowed to say bathroom. Unfortunately for Eukariah, and for his bladder, he's swept away by the powerful autumn wind before he can relieve himself. He eventually lands, as bad luck would have it, on the same mountain path as the Grinch. However, their initial encounter is shockingly civil, with Eukariah even taking the time to give the Grinch a crash course in optometry. It's a bizarre exchange, but it establishes Eukariah's knack for annoying the Grinch, a talent that features heavily in the story's finale. Take a listen. Who are you? Eukariah who, sir? You're a rather small who, aren't you? Well, I do the best I can, sir. Are you really the Grinch? Am I the Grinch? Sorry, sir. I have a slight astigmatism, an optical condition in which parallel rays of light from an external source converge or diverge unequally in different meridians. You know, sir, I like you much better with my glasses off. You put your glasses back on and face the facts. Am I the Grinch? <laughs> I'll show him. In order to prove it's really him, the Grinch proceeds to menace Eukariah off the road with his flying, dancing eyebrows. It's a whole thing, don't ask. And then continues his ominous descent to Whoville. By now, the boy knows he's the only thing standing between his town and whatever the Grinch has in that wagon. And so, astigmatism or no astigmatism, he determines to foil the Grinch's sinister plan the only way he can by distracting and delaying him until the sour sweet wind stops blowing. To do this, Eukariah challenges the Grinch to scare him properly, instead of just doing weird things with his eyebrows. The Grinch obliges by inviting the boy to climb atop his carriage and get a sneak peek of the horror he has in store for Whoville. This is when we learn that the Grinch's paraphernalia wagon is basically a Pandora's box, it's loaded with nightmarish creatures, and when it's opened, they're all set free upon the psyche of whoever looks inside. It's at this point that Grinch Knight really earns its stripes as a Halloween special. The lid of the wagon is lifted, and Eukariah is given a spook's tour of a bizarre and frightening landscape. Lost in a black void, he's menaced by all manner of monsters, ghosts, and specters, as well as by abstract shapes and impossible architecture. It's hard to do the sequence justice in words, but if you've ever watched the psychedelic pink elephant scene in Dumbo, it's a lot like that, but even weirder and way more threatening. These mind-bending visuals are accompanied by arguably the best music of the special. My personal favorite is Grinch is Gonna Getcha by acclaimed Sesame Street composer Joe Rapasso. It really sells the danger facing the young protagonist. Plus, it's super creepy. Check it out. Despite the Grinch's best efforts, Eukariah endures every terror thrown his way, and by the time the nightmare ends, the sweet sour wind is gone, leaving the Grinch no choice but to slink back up the mountain until next year. This is where the chronological setting of the story gets a little hazy. Since the Christmas special ended with the Grinch reformed, Grinch Night would seem to be a prequel, 
since it both begins and ends with the Grinch being an unrepentant jerk. However, Dr. Seuss throws a wrench in that theory at the very end of the special. After watching Eucariah stand up to the Grinch, Max is emboldened to finally break free of his abusive master and returns to Whoville to live with the boy and his family. A happy ending for Max is a welcome treat for viewers, but if this story really is a prequel, that means Max eventually returns to the Grinch and helps him steal Christmas, which is kind of a bummer, right? The alternative, however, is only slightly less depressing. It would mean that Grinch Night is a sequel to the Christmas special and that sometime after learning his Yuletide lesson, the Grinch reverted to his old ways and began terrorizing Whoville on an annual basis. That interpretation does square with some other aspects of the story, like the fact that residents are so on guard against the Grinch, showing that he's already an established threat. Of course, the third option is that Dr. Seuss didn't overthink any of this like I'm doing, and that he didn't intend the Grinch stories to connect one way or the other. That's probably the safest assumption, especially since there is a third animated Grinch special that you'd then have to try to make sense of. That's right, Halloween is Grinch Night was so successful that it actually spawned a follow-up, 1982's The Grinch Grinches The Cat in the Hat, a crossover between Seuss's arguably most famous characters. Neither of those specials are as well-regarded or as well-remembered as How the Grinch Stole Christmas. But before you write them off entirely, consider this. Both Grinch Night and its follow-up won Primetime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Children's Program. The original Grinch special did not. So take that, Christmas fans. Halloween forever. I'm Gabe Lussier, and certainly you now know a lot more about Grinch history today than you did yesterday. And if you're up for it, you can learn even more about it by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. I'd love to hear your own thoughts on the Seuss Cinematic Universe, but be warned, I'll probably respond with more of mine, too. For now, though, thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for one more scary day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.